It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 61 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. Gasoline Alley is a comic strip created by Frank King in 1918, revolving around the life of Walt Wallet and his family and taking place in the town of Gasoline Alley. It's the longest-running comic strip of all time, still being published today. It was adapted into two feature films in 1951 and several radio shows as well. The first, Uncle Walt and Skeezix, ran in 1931 and then another one in 1941. The self-named radio show ran from 1948 to 1949 in 15-minute segments and starred Bill Lipton, Mason Adams, and Robert Dryden, and focuses on Skeezix running a gas station and garage called the Walton Bobble Garage. So sit back and relax for two August 1948 episodes of Gasoline Alley. Your Autolite dealer presents your favorite friends from Gasoline Alley. Hold it, Wilmer. Hold it till I get this phone. Okay, Skeezix. Wallet and Bobble Garage. Skeezix Wallet speaking. What's that? Oh, yes, sir. We can fix it. We can fix anything on four wheels. Sure. We'll be waiting for you right here in Gasoline Alley. Yes, it's Gasoline Alley, the comic strip that's a favorite in more than a hundred great newspapers. In this episode, The Adventure of the Musician's Ignition, the very slippery Mr. Chiggers comes in with a very strange request that his Autolites be wired for sound. But first, a word from the friendly Autolite dealer in your own hometown. Gasoline Alley. A new construction firm, the Cutler Company, has just moved to town, and of course all the garages are trying to get the Cutler repair work. Well, this morning Wilmer has not yet shown up for work, and Skeezix has just entered the garage office when... Wallet and Bobble Garage, Ski Six Wallet speaking. Good morning. Mr. Wallet, this is Mr. Cutler of the Cutler Construction Company. Oh, yes, Mr. Cutler. We wrote you a letter about doing your repair work. So did all the other garages. Well, we think we do good work, Mr. Cutler. Yes, I've heard that you and your partner do the best ignition work in town. Oh, thanks. Then can we... Well, I'm seeing several people, Mr. Wallet. If you'll be available, I'll come by at three this afternoon. Oh, we'll be here, Mr. Cutler. Very well, I'll let you know then whether you get the job. Bye. Thank you, Mr. Cutler. Goodbye. Hello, Skeezix. Wilmer, that was Mr. Cutler on the phone. Oh, I heard. Boy, am I mad. Well, he may give us his work. He's coming by at three. Well, you better talk to him, Skeezix. I'm so mad I could chew a horse show and spit nails. Wilmer, what's wrong? That's that old maid voice teacher lives next door. Wilmer, have you been fighting with Miss Arbutus Fay again? You're darn right I have. Last night she kept me up till all hours with one of her pupils. 
A wounded baritone. What do you mean, a wounded baritone? From the way he sings, she must have been torturing him. don't spit on the floor. Oh, Wilmer, when will you learn that you can't get anywhere by fighting with people? Well, what would you have me do? Tell Miss Arbutus I love to hear her torture that baritone? Yes, I would. Are you out of your mind, Skeezer? I mean it. If you just smile at people and say nice things to them, you'll get much further than you will by fighting. Now, wait a minute. Are you serious? Well, of course I'm serious. Look, Wilmer, why don't you try it just for one day? Come on, what do you say? You mean, you may smile or say nice things no matter who it is? That's right. Come on, promise me you'll try it. All right, Skeez, except you say so. Good, you'll see it works. Oh, we've got a customer. That's no customer. That's that crook, Sugar. That low Remember, Wilmer, smile. Say nice things. What? Oh, okay, but this is gonna hurt. Hello, Chiggers, old friend. You're looking good today. Huh? I say you look fine. Wonderful. I hope you're well. You hope I'm well? Excuse me. Does Wilmer feel all right? Well, of course he does, Chiggers. And something's mighty funny. Me and Wilmer always start scrapping the minute we see each other. Well, not and now... today, Chiggers, old friend. But what can we do for you, pal? Whatever it is, we'll be glad to do it. Well, well, this is even better than I hoped for. Just tell us what we can do for you, friend Chiggers. <laughs> well, Wilmer, since you put it that way, I, uh, I believe you and Skeezix are the best ignition men in town. Wow. And, uh, Skeezix, your system does work at that. Uh, yes, Chiggers. And uh, I wonder if you can fix my light so that when I turn them on, the horn will blow. Well, Chiggers, that's crazy. We wouldn't do a thing like that to a car, and if, if you're up to one of your low tricks... Skeezix, wait a minute. Smile, say nice things, remember. But, Wilmer, you know Chiggers. He's got something up his sleeve. Why should he want of us course, to... Of course, if you fellas don't know how to do it, I know somebody who can. Well, we'll be glad to do it for you, friend Chiggers. Just a few wiring adjustments. We can do it in no time. Come on, Skeezix. Yes, I got myself into this. Well, here comes Miss Arbutus Fay. Yeah, yeah. That scrawny old maid music teacher. <laughs> Looks like her uh, radiator's about to blow up. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Arbutus. My, but you're looking lovely today. Just lovely. I want you to know I wouldn't have come in here, Wilmer Bobble, if I hadn't been afraid my car would burn up in... What did you just say? Oh, I said I've never seen you look so lovely. My, you brighten the whole day for me. Are you talking about me, Wilmer? After fighting with me about my voice, student? Me fight with you, Miss Arbutus? Why, that baritone over your house last night, he's got the best voice I ever heard, bar none. Yes, yes, yes. That's my new pupil, Archibald. He's so handsome. I mean, talented. He's just lucky to have such a good teacher, Miss Arbutus. Not only good, but good-looking. Why, Wilmer, well, maybe you're not as bad as I thought. Now, if you can fix my car... Well, we're doing a job for Chiggers right now, fixing his car so his horn blows when he turns on the lights. My, that's very strange, isn't it? The customer is always right in this garage. Friend Chiggers wants it that way. Uh, but if um, if you'll leave your car here, we'll gladly work on it. Eh, we don't get many Glamour Girl customers, you know. Why, Wilmer, you're sweet. I'll come back this afternoon. Goodbye, Wilmer. Well, you have changed, Wilmer. Glamour Girl, all the soft soap. Okay, I've switched your wiring, Chiggers. Turn on your lights and let's see if the horn blows. Okay, Skeezix. Hey. 
Yes, yes, fellas, just what I wanted. <laughs> well, now I'm off to show Mr. Cutler the kind of work you boys do. What do you mean by that, Chiggers? <laughs> Friend of mine owns a garage. I get a rake off if he gets Mr. Cutler's repair work. <laughs> Looks like this job shows it up for me, all right. We're going to get Cutler's repair work, Chiggers. Not when Mr. Cutler sees the job you did on his car. Chiggers, you mean this is Mr. Cutler's car? Direct, friend Wilmer. And you won't get Mr. Cutler's work. No siree. Not when I show him how you mix things up so the horn blows when you turn on the lights. <laughs> well, so long, Wilmer, my smiling friend. <laughs> back to Gasoline Alley and the adventure of the musician's ignition. Because Wilmer decided to try smiles and kind words, he has become friends with the boys' teacher who lives next door. But this same friendly spirit allowed the boys to be tricked by their arch enemy, Chiggers. And at the moment, Wilmer's saying, Why did I ever listen to you, Skeezix? Smiles and kind words pay big dividends, you tell me. And so when I tried, what happened? Oh, I know, Wilmer. Well, it's three o'clock. I suppose Mr. Cutler won't even come to see us. Well, why should he after the way Chiggers tricked us into fixing his lights or a horn blows? Just the same, Wilmer. We were honest and we were courteous. And we lost a custom. Well, I still think we were right. Wait a minute. Here comes Mr. Cutler now. And he's got that Chiggers with him. Maybe he'll give us his work after all. I when he's just stopping a race, came for what we did it was lights. Oh, that Chiggers. Hello, Skeezix, and, uh, <laughs> friend Wilmer. Chiggers, you low rat, you There, know. Mr. Cutler, just as I told you. I ought to mop up the spore with you, you crook. They not only do bad work, they insult the customers, you see? Yes, I see. Uh, look, Mr. Cutler, I can explain... I'm sorry, Mr. Wallace, but after the bungling job you did on my car, I'm afraid I... But that I... crook Chiggers asked us to fix the lights on that way. He said it was his car. You see, Mr. Cutler, I told you they'd give you a cock and bull story like that. Now, didn't I? Yes, you did, Chiggers. No, Mr. Willett, I'm afraid I can't give you my repair work. But Wilmer's telling the truth, Mr. Cutler. Look, ask anybody in town about our reputation. I did that. I was told you were the best ignition men in town. But after all, you fixed my car so the horn blows when the lights are turned on. Uh, what am I to think? That's right, we did. But that right there said to us... Please, Chiggers told us to do it. He wanted it that way. Oh, Wilmer. Wilmer, is my car ready? Uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Arbutus, it's ready. Wait a minute. Mr. Cutler, Miss Arbutus is a witness. Huh? Miss Arbutus, this is Mr. Cutler. Oh, I'm acquainted with Mr. Cutler, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Ask Miss Arbutus, Mr. Cutler. She can tell you Chiggers asked us to fix your car like it is. Oh, Mr. Cutler, this is too much. What's too much, Chiggers? These fellas thinking you're fool enough to take the word of a scrawny old maid voice teacher. Wait. What did you call her, Chiggers? A scrawny old maid voice teacher. Who's around screeching and top of her lungs like a hoot owl. I and, see. And you can't believe a word she says. <clears throat> Mr. Cutler, you hit me. Yes, I did, you cook. Oh, oh Mr. Cutler, you... And here's another one, you rat. Who oh, stop it. Help, fellas. He's killing me. Help, let me out of here. Help. Well, I don't get it, but I'm for it. Oh, you're so strong and handsome, Archibald. <laughs> it was nothing, my dear Arbutus. <laughs> nothing. Archibald. Tori, adore. 
Is he? Wilma, this is Archibald Cutler, the baritone whose voice you love so much. But I've got bad news for you, Wilma. You, uh, uh, you have? Yes, I have. Just when you and I have become such good friends and neighbors, I'm moving away. You see, at lunch today, Archibald asked me to marry him. Well, gee, that's great. Congratulations. But, but, but Mr. Cutler singing, I mean... Uh, Wilma means he's going to miss hearing your wonderful baritone voice, dear Archibald. Uh, but he won't have to miss it, obviously. I'll see to that. Yeah, he'll see to that. Uh, you will? Oh, you're so sweet, Archibald. What do you mean, Mr. Cutler? Well, after all, if you and Skeezix are going to be doing my repair work, I'll have to keep you happy, Wilmer. <laughs> Come into this office with me, and I'll sing you a few of my best numbers. Oh, no. Gasoline Alley friends will be back in just a moment. Now a word from your own Autolite dealer. about the next adventure in Gasoline Alley. Here's Skeezix. Wilmer, what's the matter? You look like you've just seen a ghost. What happened? What happened? Skeezix, the garage, the garage. Well, what's the matter with it? What is in the matter with it? Chintz curtains in the windows, pink walls. I didn't even recognize the grease rack. It's been redecorated. The place smells like a beauty park. Oh, didn't you know, Wilmer? Jessica and Nina decided to take over the place and clean it up. They say the floor's so clean you could eat off it now. Whoever ate off a garage floor? Our wives have ruined us, ruined us, do you hear? Light Dealer presents your favorite friends from Gasoline Alley. Hold it, Wilmer. Hold it till I get this phone. Okay, Skeezix. Wallet and Bobble Garage, Skeezix Wallet speaking. What that? Oh, yes, sir. We can fix it. We can fix anything on four wheels. Sure, we'll be waiting for you right here in Gasoline Alley. Yes, it's Gasoline Alley, the comic strip that's a favorite in more than a hundred great newspapers. In this episode, the adventure of the fanciful feminine touch. The boys learn that it's only a man's world because the women haven't bothered to take it over yet. But first, a word from the friendly Autolite dealer in your own hometown. And now, Gasoline Alley. Now, 
Wilmer is trying to talk skeezics into attending a better business convention in town. Of course, the fact that free refreshments will be served has nothing to do with Wilmer's sudden interest in the convention. Gosh, skeezics, we ought to go to the convention. Those kind of contacts are important for public relations. Well, who'll be at the garage to take care of the customers? Mr. and Mrs. Roach are going on a long trip tomorrow, and I promised we'd have their car ready by 5 o'clock tonight. Who cares about Mr. and Mrs. Roach? He lets us tinker around with his own car, sure. But he never sends any of his bus line business our way. How often do I have to tell you, Wilmer, that a good mechanic is like a good doctor? He does his honest best for everyone, no matter who they are. Hello, Skeezix. We were shopping in town and thought we'd pay a surprise call. <laughs> Wilmer's always bragging how hard he works, so I thought I'd just come around and see for myself. Well, you, 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 you just happen to catch me in conference, Jessica. Uh, I suppose it's the same kind of conference that you're always in when I want you to do the dishes. Oh, the garage is just as I thought. What do you mean by that remark? This place is a fright. If I kept house this way, the whole neighborhood would talk. Jessica, this is a garage, not a park. Even so, Wilmer, you ought to be ashamed. Look at that thing over there. It's just covered with grease. Jessica, that thing over there happens to be a grease rack. I think Jessica has a point. This place looks terrible. Look, woman's place is in the home and not in the garage. Oh, is that so, Mr. Smarty Pants? Well, let me tell you something. Any woman who can run a home wouldn't have much trouble running a simple garage. Oh, yeah? Well, I'd like to see her try it for just one day. That's a very good idea, Wilmer Bobble. Jessica and I will run the garage for you, won't we? Oh, hold on a second. Wilmer was only teasing, weren't you, Wilmer? Why, sure, the idea is absolutely ridiculous. No! No, no, not at all, Skeezix. Let the girls run a garage for this afternoon, and we'll go to convention to improve our public relations. Go to the convention if you want to, Skeezix. I'm sure Jessica and I can manage. Oh, but, Nina, there are a lot of things in the garage that women just Go can't... on, skedaddle, both of you. What do you say, Skeezix? Why not? Well, all right, but let Sarge take care of anything important. I guess it'll be okay for one afternoon. <laughs> Now, uh, you want this piece of wire? Oh, I don't think I'll bother. It looks good enough the way it is. It looks lovely, Nina. I always said this office needed a set of chintz curtains. Oh, look, Nina, here comes a customer. Uh, I'll take care of him. Oh, well, I don't envy you, Jessica. It's that old frost budget, Mrs. Rose. Uh, uh, good afternoon, madam. How can we be a servant? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. How will a slip of a girl be of service in a garage? Well, it's the new wallet and bottle policy to uh, make the garage part of the home. Mm, sounds like nonsense to me. <clears throat> I'm at Mrs. Roach. We're taking the car on a long trip tomorrow. Uh, fix it up. My husband and I will call for the car at five tonight. Good day. Ladies in a garage. I, I think we'd better let Sarge take care of this job, Jessica. Mr. Roach is the man who owns the bus line, and... Jesus has been trying to get his business for a long time. All the more reason why we should take care of it ourselves. After all, a woman knows how to make a car comfortable for a trip better than any man. Do you really think so, Jessica? I'm sure of it. This is our chance to show Stevix and Wilmer what the feminine touch can do. <laughs>
back to Gasoline Alley and the adventure of the fanciful feminine touch. While the boys are in town attending a convention, Nina and Jessica have been left in charge of the garage. At the moment, Nina is running an errand and Jessica is talking to Sarge. Well, are you sure you don't want any help, Mrs. Bobble? Oh, no, thank you, Sarge. Nina and I can take care of it. Oh, Nina, we better start right in on the road to Otto. Uh, I'll polish the windshield. Here are cigars and cigarettes for the glove compartment. Oh, fine. I hope Mr. Roach likes Moby Dick cigars. The salesman said they were a whale of a smoke. Is the interior clean? You know how nasty it is riding for any distance in a dirty car. Oh, yes. I vacuumed the floor and beat the traveling rug before I left. Good girl. Can you think of anything else? Well, this is a box of cookies in case they get hungry along the way. And, and here's a thermos of coffee for them. I guess we thought of just about everything... Wear out the windshield if I polish any more. Jessica, I just thought of something. Don't you think maybe we ought to look at the motor? What for? Mrs. Rose managed to drive in here with a car so there can't be anything wrong with the motor. Oh, I don't suppose so. Well, if you think the job's finished, here's some blue ribbon I got for the car. Why blue ribbon? Well, I thought it would be nice if we sort of wrapped up cars when they were ready for delivery. What? Well, maybe not exactly wrap them, but you know what I mean. Tie a piece of ribbon on the hood and make it look pretty. Nina, that's a wonderful idea. Blue for sedans and pink for road shoes. And you'll call this job with the blue ribbon our blue ribbon special. I never knew you had such a good head for business, Nina. That will make people think they're getting a bargain. <laughs> now, I'll tie a big cupid bow on the hood. <sighs> there now. I'll take care of everything. You know, Wilma was right. Running a garage is hard work. Mm. But we can take a rest for a few minutes. Oh, no, we can't. Here come the boys. Hello, Nina. Hi, Jessica. Oh, hi. Well, Hello. how'd it go? How do you like being grease monkey? Jesus, look, look at the office. It seems to be on fire. Oh, poor Wilmer Bobble. Those are just red chintz curtains. I think they look real cute. Curtains in a garage. Who ever heard of such an idea? It was Nina's, and I think it's a darn good one. And just look, you have a clean floor for once. No oil stains or anything. You could eat off it now. But no one comes into a garage to eat off the floor. We'll be the laughing stock of town. Oh, Jesus. I hope you don't feel that way. Of course not, honey. I think you've done a swell job. What's the blue ribbon doing on that automobile over there? Oh, um, that's how we wrap the cars for delivery. That's Mr. Roach's car. We did all the work on it ourselves. You mean to say you and Nina worked on Mr. Roach's car? Didn't Sarge help you? We didn't have help, did we, Nina? No, that's our blue ribbon special, and we're very proud of it. But the car's gone on a long trip. Did you check the ignition system? No. How about the spark timing? Did you make any adjustments? No. Well, did you go under the hood at all? No. No, no, oh, skeezer, this is terrible. What are we going to do? There isn't very much we can do. Here come Mr. and Mrs. Roach now. Stop fretting, you big baby. Nina and I will handle them. Young lady, it's uh, five o'clock. Our car should be ready. It certainly is, madam. Right over here. Well, uh, what'd you do to her? In the glove compartment, you'll find cigars for yourself, sir. Cigars? Why, George, I knew there was something I forgot to buy this afternoon. Cigars. Uh, what kind are they? Uh, Moby Dick, sir. Why, George, that's just my brain. Moby Dick's, a whale of a smoke. <laughs> Get it, Moby Dick? A whale of a smoke. <laughs> I bet you never heard that before. Oh, no, sir, I didn't. That's very good. And on the back seat, Mrs. Roach, you'll find cookies and coffee in case you should get hungry along the way. Well, that's a very good idea. Cookies and coffee. By George Bobble, you seem to have thought of everything. Now, uh, just step inside here and see how the motor sounds. 
This is it, Skeezix. I wish I was a million miles away. She's perfect. Never ran better. It certainly feels good to have her back in shape. Oh, she's in good shape, all right. We, we, we didn't have to do much work on it. That's right, Mr. Roach. Hardly any work at all. Oh, you boys are being too modest. I'm mighty pleased at the thoughtfulness that went into this job. And you know something? You've given me a darn good idea for my bus line. I may copy your public relations methods and give my passengers cigarettes and coffee. Why, it's just something we've been doing recently. We, uh, we, we call it our Blue Ribbon Special. Well, it's a smart idea. You're a mighty clever pair, you and Skeezix. I'll remember that when I need repairs on my buses. Well, thank you, sir. Well, uh, have a pleasant trip. I'm sure we will, Skeezix, in our, uh... <laughs> Blue Ribbon Special. Gosh, Jessica, I never really appreciated you before. How did you do it? How could you tune on Mr. Roach's car without lifting the hood? I heard that engine the other day, and it was really running rough. Hey, Sarge, come on out here a second. You can learn something. I used to think you were a pretty hot mechanic, but Nina and Jessica know how to fix a motor without even raising the hood. Well, it's a good thing I raised the hood on that roach job. The distributor points were all shot. Oh, stop trying to steal our thunder, Sarge. You know we took care of the roach car all by ourselves. Now, not exactly. While you two were house cleaning, or should I call it garage cleaning, I did a little work on Mr. Roach's car. It's all right, said huh? Well, it's a good thing you were here, Sarge. I always said that a woman's place was in a home and not under the hood. Oh, well, we fixed Mr. Roach's car before and never got his bus line business. I think it was the swell job Jessica and Nina did in public relations that turned the trick. That's right. All of which goes to prove, Nina, honey, that a good wife is the best public relation in the world. <laughs> Our gasoline alley friends will be back in just a moment. Now a word from your own Autolite dealer. And now a word about the next adventure in Gasoline Alley. Here's Skeezy. Wilmer, why the dark glasses? Well, it's cheaper than beefsteak these days. I've got a black eye. A black eye? How come? I got my black eye because of the green-eyed monster jealousy. Jessica got jealous on account of Madame's hat. <laughs> Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hope you enjoyed those two episodes from Gasoline Alley. 
from August of 1948. And be sure to tune in on Wednesday for a special Hump Day Happy Hour edition of the podcast, where we'll be bringing you two back-to-back episodes of classic comedy radio shows. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Greg Fordyce. And remember... Gunther, I quit. Does this mean we're going to have to start paying for coffee?